Hey, how's it going, eh? I'm Lee McCormick. This is Tramps Like Us, the Bruce Springsteen podcast, episode 46, Two Hearts, volume two, road trip edition. In the Two Hearts series, we focus on Bruce Springsteen duets. I've had this show recorded for a while now. Myself and Jordana Vescio recorded this while we were driving down for the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo last August. We drove from Toronto down to Nashville for the Rock and Pod Expo. Then after the expo, we went over to Memphis uh, to check out some of the rock and roll sites and attractions there. Hung out in Memphis for a few days and then back home to the Great White North. So as we drove throughout the road trip, we played a few Springsteen duets. And I recorded us as we talked about those songs and recapped our journey as we drove along. So we hope you enjoy this show. Thanks for listening. Here we go with Two Hearts Volume 2 Road Trip Edition. trip we're in uh, Tennessee right now going through the Tennessee mountains on our way to Nashville to the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo Woo! got my co-pilot here Jordana Vescio how's it going hey y'all so Jordana you're actually you've been on as many episodes as I have on Tramps Like Us because you're the uh, <laughs> you're the uh, the voice of the outro credits oh no you gave me away <laughs> yeah now so am uh, I gonna get my own seat at the podcast it's true. You, yeah, you're going to be helping us out tomorrow at the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo. So we're going to be recording all weekend various things about like Springsteen and non-Springsteen related topics, right? So I uh, figured we'd cover some stuff as we're driving uh, driving down. So uh, so have you had any highlights of the trip so far? That last stop and go we went to was pretty nice. The stop and go, the rest stop, the rest stop area is <laughs> quite clean. <laughs> Yeah, I, actually, me too. That was probably my favorite spot. <laughs> anyway, so okay, so this, uh, so we're talking about some. Uh, uh, what are we talking about? We're doing two hearts. Maybe so, that Mars bar. Should... Yeah, the Mars bar we have is good too. So, <laughs> so the, we're doing an episode of Two Hearts where we're talking about Springsteen doing duets with people and stuff, right? So, I, I got some notes on these songs I'm going to do, but because I'm driving, I'm going to get you to some of the notes yeah, yeah, right sure. so so the first song we're going to discuss is uh don't stop believing covered by that was with uh, lady gaga sting elton john yeah. debbie harry shirley bassey and bruce springsteen right and bruce springsteen. six of them but the two like debbie harry and shirley bassey don't really sing much on it it's just, i think it's just the four of them They're lady goldfinger right well <laughs> shirley bassey sang goldfinger not the band Goldfinger, right? <laughs> the, uh, you know that James Bond song? Goldfinger. No, now I do. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, now you do, yeah. <laughs> and Debbie Harry, she was in Blondie, right? But there, it's, it's some, uh, what does it say there? What's the date on this, this song? May 13th, 2010. 
May 13th, 2010, and it was at Carnegie Hall, am I correct? Yeah. And it was like New some New York City New York City Awareness Fund 21st birthday event. Yeah, some benefit thing. Now, it's this year that uh, the Journey version of this song has sold more digital copies than any other song originally released in the 20th century. Is that true? That is true. <laughs> yeah, the, the notes are correct, yes. That's, that's a good fact. Eh? So that means like... Since the since the year two thousand, all the digital downloads of music from music pre two thousand that was the most downloaded song, right? That's how I read that information. Pretty sure it's correct. So yeah, it's a Journey song they're covering, written by uh, Steve Perry, Neil Sean, Jonathan Kane, I think. Oh, amazing! Yeah. Did I nailed that, yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's kind of cool. I don't really like this song. Do you like this song? Like in it's a song that everybody has to know. Everybody has to know it. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's a classic. It's, it's, it's a, a karaoke classic, you know. Oh, you're for sure. Yeah, yeah, totally. If you hit that high note, if you can hit that high note at a local karaoke bar, you're getting late that night. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Every yeah. time you go to a karaoke bar, somebody's going to try and uh, play this song, right? <laughs> for sure. Plus, it was in that that, uh, that show Glee. Did you ever watch Glee? Oh, yeah. 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 Didn't, they have, didn't they have a hit with it? They had a hit with it, like the Glee cast singing this song. Yeah, it was one of their one of their few. Um, it was this year that the chorus "Don't Stop Believing" doesn't actually happen until the very end of the song. I didn't know that. You That's correct. That. Yeah, if you Did never you notice, like, like yeah, they don't they don't say "Don't Stop Believing" until like right after the lap, the guitar solo. You just build it up the whole time. Yes, yeah, it's like verse, 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 solo, chorus, chorus, chorus. Anyway, yeah. And then there's that like kick-ass Bruce guitar solo in the outro. Well, yeah, we were listening to it and like. The middle solo is not, it's some like wanker session guy. Well, not wanker. He, I guess he's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like a house band. They're playing Carnegie Hall, so it's a, like a, it's not a rock band. It's like uh, guys with strings. It's like an orchestra. So I guess it's Classy. that band. Yeah, that band. And then, uh, but Bruce is on stage with his guitar, so he takes the outro solo and he like conducts the band, I think, on the end of it. So it's basically yeah, the four of them, Bruce. right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Sting, Lady Gaga, Bruce, and Elton John trading off vocal lines no, and stuff. Uh, Speaking of the gang, can we can we talk a little bit about fashion? Oh, fashion. Yeah, one of my personal favorite topics, especially when it comes to uh, women like Lady Gaga. Okay. Now, for all those uh, audience members out there that haven't seen this one uh, clip. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Check out the YouTube clip. Yeah. Uh, you want to describe what? Uh, what her, stu- her stupid shoes? Is that what you're getting at? <laughs> <laughs> she was clad in on her toes. Yeah, she's wearing like these, uh, they're like kiss boots, but like no heel, right? So it's these big like platform shoes, but just like, wouldn't you fall over? Like you're just, you're, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. like your heel is just like flapping out there in the wind. Like, <laughs> like one false, like <laughs> one bad dance move and she's like, oh yeah, yeah. You know, the celloist, yeah. Yeah. And then like, uh, what else is with it? Yeah, it's, I guess it's all We got a group of guys coming out of the very end and uh, oh, yeah. little boy speedos. Yeah, at the end you They're get like uh, you get some dancing girls, and then you get a bunch of guys like in, in speedos, Definitely like Elton's a chorus idea. line. He looked very happy. Yeah, so Elton goes <laughs> back to sing with the boys. And so then, does Bruce. Yeah, somehow Bruce gets <laughs> out, uh, uh, corralled back there <laughs> with his guitar, which is kind of. Funny. He seems very happy. He seems yeah. very, in, very much so in his element. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess that's all we got to say about that song, right? So, uh, so yeah, check out this. Uh, yeah, this is "Don't Stop Believing" with this so from their Escape album, 1981. Yeah, the journey. <laughs> yeah, Jordana with all the facts, man. Yeah, the, oh, yeah, I got yeah, them. I got, got them the right here in front of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Easy to read. Oh, my God.
Still cruising uh, through Tennessee uh, on the way to Nashville. Uh, Nashville Rock and Pod Eve. We're at the Friday before the big event tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a good time meeting all these guys. But uh, tonight we're going to just hang out in Nashville. We're going to hit Broadway, maybe. That's the main street downtown. You've never been to Nashville, eh, Jordan? No, I have not. My first time. First time, yeah. So I've been there many times. So I'm going to show you the show you the rhyme in the Grand Ole Opry, the original building, and uh, what else is. Uh, there's a cool bar there, uh, Billy Bob's Western Boot Corral, something like that. It's a, like a classic club from like 50, 60 years ago, whatever. I played there like about 15 years ago. Way back in the day? Way back in the day, just on one of my trips. I was there That's by cool, myself and, yeah, I was there by myself and uh, I was just having a beer. And the guy, the guy playing guitar was uh, Red Volkert, who was uh, Merle Haggard's lead guitar player. Good old Red Volkert. <laughs> yeah, good old Red Volkert. He's this sort of big, fat, red-haired guy, right? He had these little, like, like his fingers looked like uh, like little Vienna sausages. You know what those are? <laughs> like oh, yeah. little stubby Vienna sausages. But he, he could play the guitar awesome, right? <laughs> so he, he was just, like, you know, just playing some standards. So, so I was talking to him. I was like, hey, uh, yeah, I play drums. Can I sit in? He's like, yeah, come on up. Play some drums. So I played, like, a couple songs. So that was pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, we'll hang out down there tonight, see what trouble we can get into. Johnny Cash Museum, I gotta just at least go look in the window. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's gonna be our night. So, uh, on to more Bruce Springsteen, Two Hearts. Next song up is uh, Light of Day. This is a duet with Bruce Springsteen and Joan Jett. Right? Yeah, it's from uh, October 19th, 2001. Right, what was the event for this? This was some. Was this. I was at County Bass Theater, New Jersey. Count Basie, yeah. Count Basie Theater yeah. in New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so the song Light of Day. Oh, Lions of Neighbors Benefit. Lions of Neighbors Benefit. So, the song Light of Day, written by Springsteen for Joan Jett. They had a, she did a movie, like in, uh, I think it was 87, called Light of Day with Michael J. Fox, right? Her and Michael J. Fox played brother and sister in the movie. Okay. And they had, like, a bar band. And this was like the featured song, so uh, Springsteen song. So Joan Jett's performing this, and she calls. It's kind of it's kind of got a cool intro, like she calls Bruce out from the wings. She's like, "Yeah, I wrote this. I had this song in this movie, and uh, it was written by this guy." And she calls Bruce, "Come on out," or something like that, right? So it's kind of neat. 
So they tear in the light of day. Sounds great. Both of their uh, voices uh, together sound really good, trading off verses and lines. I kind of think Joan might have the, take the advantage on this, though. I might like her voice a bit more. She did seem to have much, like, more powerful vocals, for sure. <laughs> yeah, like, like a... Like a like a woman handed it to Springsteen with the vocals. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> well, if there's a woman who's going to hand it to Springsteen, it's going to be a woman who likes to wear leather pants all summer long. Let me tell you that. That's right. Joan Jett in the summertime. And we saw pants. her last summer. We did? Yeah. Uh, well, this summer. Not that. Like, like uh, six weeks ago or whatever, in July, she played. Yeah. Now we saw her uh, July this year, eh? <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, that was a good show. Did you have a good time? Yeah, we saw her. Did you have a good time with that show? Yeah, pretty sure. I was sporting my leather pants. You were sporting your leather pants. She was sporting her leather pants. I wasn't wearing leather. We were wearing leather pants. We should have been wearing leather pants. So. <laughs> they have good pizza at that place. I always, en- <laughs> I always enjoy a good. Uh, well, they have it's pizza, pizza, right? Which is a chain. It's like Little a Snake Theater Budweiser stage yeah. for all you listening. But like, we love. I love the pizza there. I, like same with Air Canada Center. To go? Yeah, pizza, pizza at Budweiser stage and pizza, pizza at Air Canada Center. Slightly Can't different. Hype it enough. I know. I don't know. Like in the '90s when Ken Dryden took over the, the Leafs as like the president, and one one of the, the first things he fucking did was he's like, we got to change the concession stands, right? So like they've drastically improved the food. And like it got really good, and ever since then, like the pizza's been incredible. So, yeah, I like pizza, pizza. You heard it here, folks. Concert pizza, and I had a sh- slice at that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, this people need to know, man. And I had a, it's good. I had a beer, a tall boy, tall boy Heineken, cost about sixteen Canadian dollars. Just give him your arm. It is a seven fifty milliliter though, so it's like big. But that's sixteen dollars, man, and. Uh, yeah, so yeah, she was good, good, and there were there were a lot of soccer moms that got up and danced there, and I love rock and roll. Oh, there's the Batman building. We're coming into Nashville right now, folks. See the uh, see that yeah. building? There's a everybody from Nashville know there's the Batman building, and we just uh, came into view right now. Yeah. So what were we, the fuck were we talking about? Oh yeah, so uh, let's talk about a little bit about Joan and uh, Bruce is looking pretty cool in his baseball cap. Yeah, Bruce just comes out there looking like he just got out of work, like wearing a like I work out of the factory, and he's wearing like a baseball hat, some dirty sweater and jeans. Just rocking the lead guitar. He rocks it though, like that's some screaming lead guitar. This and it's not Joan with the black hearts. It's uh, it's Gary Talent on bass from the E Street Band. It's uh, Dennis Duncan of Smithereens on drums. Yeah, the Smithereens drummers, uh, Smithereens drummer was there. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, good, very good version of this. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Uh, uh, is there any other notes we need to say? Uh, anything yeah, else? yeah, yeah. You talk a bit about how Joan gives a lookout, Bruce. Oh yeah. Before he, uh, That's one of the notes. One of the things I love, and I'll give this shout out to uh, my friends at, on Pot of Thunder podcast. They always give credit to when there's a guitar solo coming up. The guys like. Come on, or guitar, lead guitar, or say the guy's name, right? And Joan does it here where she gives the uh, the obligatory, uh, look out, Bruce, and then he rips into a solo, right? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, outro solo kicks ass, too. <laughs> yeah, he did a great job. But, uh, yeah, that's the right. day. That's it. You know, several years ago, I, uh, I did a movie with the Michael J. Fox... We had a great time, and uh, the title song was written by this amazing songwriter. Actually, he's from, he's from this state. 
Bruce, are you around? Are you around? Are you in the wings? Will you please help me out with this song? This is a real honor for me. This song is called Light of Day.
Watchtower. Is that Cat Stevens? No. Well, that's no, the Bob no. Dylan one. That's the... All right. Uh, okay, so we're back. So what we're doing now is we're going to continue... We're going to continue our uh, Two Hearts Road Trip Edition podcast episode here. So just to fill fill everybody in on what's happened, we did the first couple of songs on the road trip down to the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo, right? And then we, uh, so now we're going to conclude that. So just to fill some people in on what happened in between then and now, right? So Friday night we show up to Nashville pre, uh, and we, uh, what did we do that night? We went to the... Uh, Checked into the hotel. <laughs> and then we just, you know, got comfortable with the city. Lingered around for your first oh, time we in went Nashville. for uh, the ribs. Yeah. We Jack's. Yeah, so we went downtown. We got some ribs. And uh, then they had this pre-party yeah, thing for the Nashville yeah, Rock and Pod at some, yeah, like, some like metal Snakes dive club. At, Cobra. Yeah, the Cobra. Yeah, some Nashville walking. dive bar or whatever. And, uh, and uh, there's some like so shitty metal bands cool. playing there. It's quite big. Yeah, this is alright. Yeah, a lot of different rooms. And the one room, one room they had some like weird shitty metal bands playing or whatever. But it was cool. And then so we met some of the podcast guys there. Got your ass kicked in some foosball in the arcade room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jordana's a, a top-notch foosball player. Uh, so yeah, so she came from an Italian family, so I pride myself on it. You know, I That's gotta right. keep up with the standards. Very competitive and soccer too, right? Foosball is basically soccer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, so cool. So then, uh, so then, yeah, well, uh, the next, uh, and the next day was Saturday, and that's the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo. So, uh, we'll fill you in on that in a sec. But now we're going to talk about our next duet, which is, uh, what do we got next? So, yeah, once again, like I'm driving right now, we're just, uh, driving back home through a torrential downpour, back through up through Tennessee, through, yeah, crazy driving, man. 10 hours. Through uh, Kentucky, through Ohio, through Michigan. And now we just crossed the borders of Great White North, heading home. So, uh, what's our next track? We're All right, doing? so we got some old time rock and roll, Bob Seeger. Yeah, so you're going to be reading the notes. I made some notes, but uh, since I'm driving, Jordan is going to help me with the notes here. So, uh, yeah, this was a live version of old time rock and roll. Seeger playing, was it Madison Square Garden? I think? Yeah, yeah, New York City, January 12th, 2011. Yeah, so uh, old time rock and roll, not one of my favorite songs. This is like one of those uh, songs that the old people like. <laughs> yeah, it kind of blends in with all those other songs that are appropriate for that age group to like. You know? Yeah, like uh, like I hate Brown Eyed Girl by Van Morrison. Really? I hate, you like them? Ah, uh, big fan. Big like, fan. Really? Yeah. Well, see, I, I am... it's because of the history of that song and what it used to yeah. be on the radio. You know, there's a lot of importance behind it. But uh, I just big w- fan. When I play drums with like cover bands and stuff like that, I used to have to play these fucking songs all the time. <laughs> so you have a personal bias. Yeah, Brown Eyed Girl just reminds me of seeing <laughs> drunk, like middle aged people like just dancing. And that doesn't make you happy on the inside? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and the same with old time rock and roll, right? So I can agree with you on that one. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, all right, let's get it reviewed. So what we got with some notes here? Like, what are we, uh, what so am I doing? What are they writing? By, uh, definitely written by George Jackson. The Thomas E. Jones III and Bob Seeger, who goes uncredited. Yeah, so there was a thing where this was an old song, and uh, Seeger got it, and then he he changed a couple of lyrics in the verse. I think he kept the uh, chorus, but he changed the verse or something like that, right? Yeah, so apparently the song was given to Bob by the Muscle Shoals studio guys in Alabama. Right, who Muscle play Shoals. on a lot of Seeger's records. Um, but yeah, you're right. Bob kept the chorus, rewrote the verses. Nice. Yeah, so I guess the it's Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band, but a few songs he would go down to Muscle Shoals and use those guys. And I guess this is one of those songs. 
Um, yeah, apparently there's a little bit of a take back with uh, these guys. So, the song was originally recorded at Muscle Shoals uh, with those session musicians. Um, there's a bit of blowback from the Silver Bullet band that it didn't sound like the band. Right. But uh, as soon as it became a huge hit, they kind of changed their opinion. <laughs> yeah, so there's this one song that kind of sticks out on the album as like not being performed by the Silver Bullet band. I guess the guys were just like, that's bullshit, man. But, you know, when it's a hit, they're selling records and making money, so it's cool, right? <laughs> <laughs> money talks, money talks. This is also featured in that movie Risky Business, the big scene with... Uh, Pretty Boy this Tom Cruise. This is the Cruise. song? Yeah, this is the song. Oh, no way. Risky Business where he does that scene where he's like, uh, he's got his place, his parents are gone, and he's, and he's like dancing in his like socks and underwear and a shirt I think everybody sunglasses. knows this scene. Yeah, so. I, I think you don't even have to see the movie to know this scene. <laughs> you know, I haven't seen the movie and I know this exact scene. Exactly, yeah. So there's that and, uh. <laughs> Yeah, so this is a cool song. Like, Bruce sings a couple of verses. He plays two really good guitar solos, which are kind of cool. So, you know, I kind of have a new appreciation for this song with uh, with Bruce singing on it, but uh, I've never really liked this song. There's a bit of a comparison between the, the uh, Bruce and the E Street Band and... Uh, Silver Bullet Band, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Bob and the Silver player. Bullet Band, and that they're, like, both garage rock bands playing, like, a little bit of, like, soul rock. And like you said, yeah, there's uh, they both have sax players. Sax is a big part of the sound. Right? Mr. Aldo, yeah. original Silver Bullet Band guy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we, uh, although we're not huge fans of this song, we encourage you to uh, check out the music video on YouTube. Yeah, all uh, these have, uh, all these. Not the music video. We encourage yeah, well, you to check out the video on YouTube. Yeah, there's uh, video clips, like an audience filmed uh, performance of this song. And that's where all these, all these songs are playing on this episode. So there's YouTube clips. So, uh, so check out the audio. You see. Yeah, but Bob Seger, like, he's got white, gray hair now, which is awesome, because I, I like it when old guys don't dye their hair. Keeps it very rock, yeah. and rock and roll, and uh, you'll see old man Seger jamming out hard with a headband in this one. Yeah, he's so, rocking uh, the headband big time. <laughs> <laughs> Something you don't want to miss. I think you'll know this one. Here we go.
It's Christmas time, baby! All right, so then to uh, keep you up to speed, on Saturday was the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo where we all convened at this uh, event center. We set up all our gear on a table where there was dealers. It was a really hectic, busy, and fun day, meeting everybody, you know, putting faces to names and stuff like that. Uh, mixing and mingling with the fans. Faces to voices. Faces to voices, exactly. Yeah. Well, I kept saying it was neat because uh, you know you recognize the voice before you recognize the face on all these podcasters and stuff, right? All these shows that I listen to. So it was pretty cool. What did you think of it? You were there giving me a hand, co- helping me co-host and uh, oh, yeah. steer the ship. Left hand lady. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I loved it. I think it was great. I like the atmosphere. I like the environment. Uh, yeah, it was a really fun day. Eh? Like. Uh, I think that jam sesh at the very end was probably my favorite, you know, hour of the entire day. Yeah, everybody really enjoyed that. What we did was we, uh, you know, the very end, a lot of the podcasters are musicians and stuff like that, and me as well. So we all got up there and each jammed a bunch of songs and... Uh, you know, it was it was pretty bad, but it was so bad that it was good. You know, it was just loose. I don't and, even think it was that bad. Really? Yeah. Uh, oh I'm, yeah. A couple of steps. Oh yeah. <laughs> I might be critical of myself, but yeah. Well, we I had, videotaped everything for you, so. <laughs> yeah, we had a good time. We might have to do a separate podcast of that. I did Badlands. I, uh, you know, I represented Bruce Springsteen with Badlands on that night, so that was that was a lot of fun. You know, I played Blitzkrieg Bop too. Played some drums on some Kiss songs and stuff like that. It was lots of fun. Shredded the guitar a few times. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So yeah, just a wicked day, meet some people, and uh, yeah, you'll hear on the the episode I just did previously on the uh, the National Rock and Pod Expo, I got to uh, meet a bunch of different people, and they they came on the show and they talked about Springsteen. We talked about them and their uh, their podcast too. So if you haven't heard that show, check that out for sure. All, All right, right, so, so what's uh, the next song we're doing, Jordan? With my hair. 2010 and uh, sexy and I know it 2012. Yeah, so th- so these are two these are two songs we're going to talk about. Um, Bruce Springsteen duetting with Neil Young, aka Jimmy Fallon in this in disguise as Neil Young, right? So so on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, he would do these things where he would uh, you know get out there and, and perform these these cover songs like as Neil Young would have done the song, right? And so then he brings Bruce out in like costumes garb and uh, you know in disguises and they, they do this duet so but the first one's this whip my hair song right so, so what is this song this is one of the uh, fresh prince of bel air's kids did this song right will smith which one which one willow smith is that the boy uh, or the girl it's, she's the girl she's, she's the girl a little bit younger than the son and uh whip my hair back and forth yeah, i whip my will hair back and forth daughter will smith's daughter uh, uh who's, he, who's he married to uh Jane. Jaden Pinkett Smith. Jaden Pinkett, uh, <laughs> Pinkett Smith. Well, we tried. Yeah, something like that, yeah. They won't be together in three years anyway. So One of the worst right. Hollywood families out there, probably. You think? I don't know. They seem all spoiled. Their kids, their kids are whack, man. If like, their kids aren't spoiled in Hollywood, they're doing something wrong. Yeah, I don't know. I think so the anyway, kids are very successful. With my hair. I, you, so, what in you, the Whip My Hair uh, remix by Jimmy Fallon and uh, Bruce, yeah, Bruce was um, 75 era Bruce. So, what does that mean? So, that's like Born to Run era Bruce. So, Bruce, like, so Fallon's out there playing as Neil Young and he does like a verse. And then all of a sudden, like, Bruce comes out of the shadows, like, in his leather jacket and he's wearing like a fake beard and he's got the hat on. And it's like Bruce, 1975, Born to Run era, right? And he starts singing, like, uh, Whip your hair, like a, or what? The, Oscar the Grouch voice you were saying? Sounds like Oscar the Grouch on this. <laughs> yeah, he said it a lot, like Oscar the Grouch. Now, yeah. yeah, but it's pretty fucking funny. Like 
This it's whip. actually quite uh, interesting. Like it, it's it's uh, catchy. Yeah, Fallon has a way to like you know he, he puts some chords behind this song and it sounds like a like a Neil Young song except for the the, oh. lyri- the lyrics are just absolutely maybe ridiculous. even catchier than the original for most folks out there. I would agree. I would agree on that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, a lot of people have probably seen this already. So. Uh, Check this out, have a laugh. Maybe not, I didn't before this episode. You didn't so, see uh, this, yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's pretty cool. So, uh, yeah. so let's check this out. This is uh, Jimmy Fallon as Neil Young with Bruce Springsteen, 1975 era, doing With My Hair. Ladies and gentlemen, Neil Young. Whip it, I whip my hair back and forth. 
What was next? So we, so we left Nashville, right? That, the Rock and Pod Expo was Saturday. We left Nashville on Sunday morning, and we trekked on down. Uh, we went west down Music Highway to uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Right. First time taking you to Memphis. Uh, what did you think of Memphis? Love it. Awesome, right? Wish I left something there so we could turn right around right <laughs> yeah, now yeah. go right back. Yeah, I left my phone. Can we go back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so first thing we did was Stacks. We did the Stacks Museum on that East was Macklemore. That Wasn't was that great? Really Stacks. Oh yeah, so we learned about... Uh, just spent half a day in there. Easy. Yeah, we, 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 yeah, there's so much stuff to check out. Memphis Soul. We fit a lot in this day, all right? Well, we packed we, everything uh, in, man. We did like a couple of tours. For those of you listening, be impressed. Yeah, Stax was good. Any any standout moments from Stax? Anything you saw there? Some of the, some of the clothing, the music. <laughs> Isaac Hayes' Cadillac. Yeah, they got Isaac Hayes' uh, is blue with a gold gold trimmed uh, White faux fur lined Cadillac. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, shaft, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stax. So the next song we're doing is uh, another Jimmy Fallon as Neil Young. With Bruce Springsteen parody. Now this time they've uh, they're not Bruce isn't doing the '75 era. Bruce is doing '85 era. So it's like Born in the USA era Bruce. So he's got like his uh, you know he's got a ripped shirt like a shirt sleeveless shirt like uh, showing his guns, big ripped uh, his pipes right, his muscular arms. <laughs> I'm impressed how uh, they really made these two songs sound like Neil Young's song, "Sexy and I Know It." It's yeah, a song what, what for those of you who don't know by a band called LMFAO, which is, uh, what, what is very what, poppy, very what uh, is, what is 40. What does that stand for, LMFAO? Laugh my fat ass off. Laugh my fat ass Isn't it laugh my fucking ass off? Yeah, it could be. <laughs> laugh my fat ass off. <laughs> uh, That's awful. That's got to be the worst name for a band ever. It could be laugh my fucking ass off. I'm not oh. sure. So, so I, I just heard this song for the first time, and it, it's, it's horrible. They're a fun band. They're a fun group. They're very, they'll uh, get you going, but they're very... Uh, but do they do they have serious songs? Like, it seems like it's novelty. Like I that, don't uh, think so. I don't think they pride themselves on having serious songs. Like, I don't think they're necessarily serious artists. How many rock and roll bands out there are, are just jamming out hard and making these songs just, you know, to be serious? Not, you know, not. Well, it reminds me of that, uh, what was that band, uh, I Do My Little Twirl on the Catwalk? Sexy, too sexy for my shirt. Oh, I'm too sexy. Yeah. Right, right said Fred. Right said Fred. Two bald guys. Right. Sexy. Reminds me of like a like a kind of a song like that, right? But once again, uh, it definitely does. It was probably the that it was that song for the generation listening in 2012 yeah. when "Sexy" and I know it came out for sure. Yeah. So Jimmy Fallon doing the uh, giving it the Neil Young treatment again. Making it sound a lot like Making a Making a line song. like, you know, in a Speedo trying to tan my cheeks sound very Neil Young. And he executes it quite impressively. Yeah, Bruce gets that line. I'm not trying to tan my cheeks. <laughs> and he does, and Bruce does the wiggle, 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 now, wiggle. Of the two duets with yeah. my hair is sexy and I know it, which one would you say they were the most successful? It's oh, a tough one. Both of them are pretty good. Uh, with my hair with 75 era Bruce or sexy and I know it with 85 era See, Bruce. I like the chorus on sexy and I know it. Sexy and I know it. I like that. I like it when Jimmy Fallon sings it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like it when I <laughs> sing it? <laughs> uh, 
Okay, and then uh, they, they did another parody. I'm not going to play that one, but a, a few years later, they did another one where it was like Neil Young and uh, and Bruce, and they were doing like a parody on uh, Born to Run, but it was like a traffic jam song, like Governor Christie's traffic jam. Anyway, it's not as good as this one, so... Uh, but anyway, let's play this sexy and I know it uh, duet with uh, Springsteen, circa 1985, and uh, it's great. We hope fake you Neil enjoy. Young by Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Neil Young. So the next thing we did in Memphis was we went to uh, we went to Graceland, the home of the king, Elvis Presley. Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> I 
I fucking love that it. That pretty much sums it up for you. Right oh there. man, it was like it was probably the probably the umpteenth time I've been to Graceland, but uh, you know it was different this time because they just recently redid the whole Graceland complex across the street. So they put like they rearranged a lot of the exhibits. They upgraded a lot of things. They had a they had a new like exhibit where they had other people's costumes and instruments and stuff like that besides Elvis and they called it like icons featuring they had a Bruce Springsteen leather jacket in there which is pretty cool it had like some cool studs and stuff on it, it looked pretty worn biker jacket Elvis was quite the eclectic man he had everything from a jungle room in his home to racquetball yeah. court to yeah, the home horseback cool. ride to you know, what, was your, what was your favorite room at Graceland? Probably as soon as you enter, yeah. to the right, his living room the living with the room. stained glass, peacock, oh, yeah, it was the great. two peacocks, yellow, and the pianos behind it. Yeah. Oh, it was beautiful. It was, a, it was a really gorgeous room. Did you it notice captured that? Captured the light a lot. Yeah, bright. And did you notice that uh, that couch he has there was like a, it's like a 25 foot long couch. <laughs> it's wicked. It was like a custom, <laughs> custom made couch, man. It's awesome. Everything Elvis is custom made and gold plated. Yeah. And I love the, the I love the uh, just seeing the '70s jumpsuits all together, right? So they had all those in like glass cases. Specifically, they had the the Aloha from Hawaii, like a white American Eagle jumpsuit that was in a special case. Oh man, we took a tour inside his uh, Lisa Marie plane, and uh, yeah, we we, we got hosed like rained like a motherfucker into yeah. That was that was cool. Uh, we gotta watch there. There's this, there's this truck almost trying to run me off the road here, but I'm a good driver. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. We're doing a podcast. Here. <laughs> we're, we're podcasting and driving. Yeah, it's man. not the time to. Run yeah, us not over. the time to run us over. <laughs> yeah, so I highly recommend Graceland, man. Take we 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 were there for about two and a half hours. We were rushing. I swear, Lee could have spent three uh, days straight. You could have spent so much and time still there, not yeah. Be but we were rushing at the end because we wanted to pack. They had that TV, that infamous TV. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Where apparently uh, Elvis bullet hole, was, uh, bullet hole in the TV. watching something on the news. Some guy was saying something he didn't like. Robert just... Goulet. Robert Goulet is like a lounge singer. That was who it was. Robert, yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah, somehow, yeah, like, he, yeah, he in danger. Yeah. Takes out his gun and just shoots the TV right then and there. Yeah. Bullet hole right in the middle. <laughs> brap, brap, brap. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, uh... All right, so what do we got next? What's our next song? Yeah, so another... Bruce Springsteen and Neil Young duet. Although this one is like a, a this is a real Neil Young this time, right? So what's yeah, this from? This is from by Bob Dylan. Yeah, this is all along the Watchtower, right? Yeah, all along the Watchtower with Neil Young. Uh, it was part of the Vote for Change tour in St. Paul. Well, that was 2004, I think, right? Yeah, nailed it. October 5th, 2004. Um, yeah, the Rock the Boat tour. They were trying to put these tours where they were trying to. You know, persuade people to vote. Uh, hopefully, vote for John Kerry. You know, Springsteen says a cool things like he's he's introducing Neil, and he says, uh, are, "Are there any Canadians in the house for Kerry?" You know, <laughs> and then Neil Young walks out to uh, to an amazing uh, you know roar from the crowd, and then they go into all along the Watchtower. So cool. Now you note the the tone and the power coming out of the. Killer guitar by Neil, the Black Les Paul. Yeah, um, the, the classic old black uh, Gibson Les Paul that uh, Neil Young plays. Yeah, now this song has a lot of meaning in it, right? Uh, well, the, yeah, this song. Uh, this song. Like, what's what's this song about? This is Bob Dylan written all along the Watchtower, and I think it's. Uh, what did I write as my notes? This song's about like living, living, going through life, and like being aware of false hopes, being, lies, yeah. 
it's a, like a metaphor for mental anguish and pain you can feel while pursuing the meaning of life. It might be a little dramatic, but uh, it's true. You, yeah, you might be onto something there. Yeah, I'll, it's, it's, yeah. There could be some hidden meanings <laughs> in this song, but uh, you know that's what I took away from it. I'll, I'll go with that. They seem to have a lot of fun while uh, tooling back and forth on the guitar. Yeah, uh, check check out the video for this. Smiling, looking at each other while they sing. It's yeah. pretty amazing. You can tell Bruce is really like happy to be on stage with uh, Neil Young and. You know, it's one of the only times where, like, Bruce is a powerful performer, and I think Neil Young kind of just has a little bit more. A little Neil bit fucking more. rules this one, you know, wearing jeans, black t-shirt, <laughs> looks great, sounds great. Yeah, he comes out with just Bruce a black too. t-shirt, ripped jeans, and just, like, ready to rock, and oh, it's so good. And there's, I think there's a moment in this, too, where, like you were saying, Bruce and Neil are trading guitar solos back and forth, and they're smiling, and then they kind of both start creeping over towards Clarence, right? And they're they're both like staring at Clarence and Clarence starts doing this sax solo which is Yeah, uh, they like elicit a killer sax solo from him. <laughs> Gotta watch the video. Gotta watch the video. Yeah, cool. There's a there's a part in the song where uh Neil does the line, uh, two riders were approaching and he just like kinda repeats that. Two riders were approaching. Two riders were approaching is pretty heavy. And then uh what was the what was the Why is that heavy? What does that mean? I don't know, it's just he does a different version and he just keeps repeating that line and just keeps building it and building it and just kind of starts screaming it and stuff like that so it's just yeah it's just a cool little thing I think so, so Bruce notes? makes a comment at the end after oh, yeah. he seems uh, when, the when, he song catch, when he catches his breath again I think he must have been blown away by uh, Neil's guitar playing but uh, yeah, Neil he comments shreds. at the end uh, that's an important Canadian for Carrie yeah it's a very very important Canadian for Carrie <laughs> awesome <laughs> check this I out I like the yeah. shout out thanks Bruce <laughs> what album was it are there any Canadians for Kerry in the house? I thought I saw one here.
So then uh, filling you in on our, our our road trip excursions on our fun. What we what did we do after Graceland? We went to uh, obviously we went to the we went to the birthplace of rock and roll Sun Studio 706 Union <laughs> Avenue, right? <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think of Sun Jordana? Sun Studios, what did you think of that? Uh, I was prepared to formulate <laughs> You have no opinion on Sun Studios? Well, Sun Studios is cool because it's like, a, it's basically just the room, right? There's not much to show. It's just basically a three-room, right? A little front office up front. It's got the main studio room, and then it's got the uh, the control room, which you can't even go in. We got one of the best tours I've ever had. I don't know about you, but... Uh... Well, I've been there many times, and it's always a similar tour, but every time I go, it's usually a different person giving the tour, right? That was great. Uh... Yeah. We got to do a little bit of a solo performance using Elvis's uh, very own microphone. Yeah, this tour guide, they take you they take you through the the into the in the Sun Studios and it's basically an audio tour, right? They just talk about some of the people that have recorded there and they play some audio clips and you kinda get the vibe of wow, this is the room where that stuff happened. 
And then she, the, the tour guide does a little recreation of, uh, this is where Scotty Moore stood to play the guitar, this is where Bill Black stood to play the bass, this is where Elvis Presley stood when they recorded That's Alright Mama. So, uh, so yeah, I got chosen to be the king that day, and I had to kind of mime Elvis doing That's Alright for the uh, for the other pe people on the tour, which is kind of fun. So, uh, so yeah, Sun Studios is cool. and uh, It was amazing. I loved it. I know, know it was just one room, but... Uh, a lot of history in that room, a lot of records being yeah. broken in that room, a lot of history being made, so. <laughs> and you learned, you learned who did the original version of Blue Suede Shoes, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and who was it? <laughs> you can, you know what. Patrick! Patrick Close. <laughs> Pickett. Patrick Pickett. <laughs> oh, it's... Chris Pickett. It's, it sounds like, uh, it sounds like Carl Snurkins. Oh. <laughs> It rhymes with Carl Snurkins. <laughs> Carl Perkins. Carl Perkins. Oh blue God. suede shoes. <laughs> Wait, this struggle. I apologize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, Carl Perkins. Yes, yeah, so we got Woo! you. We got you a Sun Studio shirt. Oh yeah. I got. I'm gonna be repping it for the next three weeks yeah. straight, guys. I got this kick-ass. They had this. I got this kick-ass like record bag. Walk by eBay. You're not gonna sell it. <laughs> hey, I got this kick-ass record, uh, Sun Records record bag. It's pretty cool. So, it's, what's so funny? So I can carry my records, man. When I go to uh, I buy records, I got a nice bag that has, I carry my records. It's a dope bag, man. It's a dope bag, yeah. Good purchase. <laughs> yeah, so that was so that was Sun, and then we uh, we had uh, we had Brian, uh, BJ Cramp, and uh, Eric Miller from the Pods and Saws Network. BJ Cramp from Rocking and Roll. They were tagging along with us, so they were. Uh, they were joining us. So then, like after that, we went for dinner. We all oh, Gus's world famous fried chicken. Oh my God, Gus's world famous chicken. <laughs> yeah, how how did you like the chicken, man? It's fucking great. Eh? Best fried chicken Finger I think I've ever had. Finger looking good, man. Oh, Finger yeah. looking good. I cannot rave hard enough. Rave hard on the chicken. Gus's world famous. I don't budget. think I talked for 15 minutes straight when yeah. she put that plate down in front of us. <laughs> Group of four of us. Yeah. For at least 15 minutes, there was pure silence. We just. Yeah, I got a big 40 of Budweiser. Oh, in one of those big bottles. That was great. I wanted to pour a little bit out for my homies, and uh, <laughs> I got a, I got a three-piece white with baked beans and slaw. On a singular piece of white bread, for some reason, I think the white bread is there to sop up the grease. But yeah, it was a classic meal. I highly recommend Gus's world famous fried chicken, just off Beale Street, Memphis, Tennessee. Don't you know? Highly recommended. Yeah. So then we wandered down Beale Street. Uh, we took in the nightlife, the all the action on Beale Street. We ending up at uh, Jerry Lee Lewis's bar down the end there for some uh, beverages, a couple of tequilas. Some Shots, sort of a, drinks, some sort of pink slushy kind of alcoholic thing. <laughs> some crazy ass bartenders. Yeah, and then wrapping up the night back at the guest house at Graceland. All right. So, uh, so here we go. We got one more song to play for you for our two hearts, and we got another, uh, another Neil Young, Bruce Springsteen duet. Cause uh, you know we got a theme going here, maybe. Yeah, 2004 <laughs> vote for Change Tour, St. Paul. Yeah, same Rocking in the free world. Rocking in the free world for the encore. Bruce uh, calls out Neil again. We've got to do one more. We've got to do one more song with Neil Young, right? 
rocking Now you the say this is one of Neil's greatest songs. I think so, man. This song came out in 89, Rockin' in the Free World. It's like an anthem. Uh, it's just heavy, man. I love that, that lick, that E minor, D, C groove. So good. Uh, lyrics about, uh, you know, sign of the time lyrics about, uh, you know, rocking in the free world. Just keep on pushing forward. Just keep on rocking and rolling, you know. And uh, just a great groove with the E Street Band playing this. And once again, a showcase for some uh, killer guitar shredding between oh, Bruce yeah. and Neil, right? More guitar dueling with uh, Neil and Bruce, for sure. Yeah. They're so great together on stage, you know. But uh, I think at this, this Vote for Change tour, uh, Neil might have definitely outshone uh, Bruce a little bit on stage. You, know, you definitely get that serious vibe from Neil. I, I, I the intensity agree. of his guitar playing is yep. better than Bruce's. I think so opinion. on this. Yeah. I don't know about yours, but. Uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Neil, like. Not many people upstage Bruce Springsteen, but uh, I think Neil Young did that night. You really see that Neil Young is just this incredible guy. Like that guitar tone is just oh, ripping. And uh, you can tell everybody in the E Street Band is just kind of loving having Neil on stage with them. So uh, Who wouldn't? I know I would. Yeah, so check out this version. <laughs> Rocking in the free world live uh, with uh, Neil Young with the E Street Band. Uh, St. Paul Tour 2004. Yeah. This is what rock and roll's all about. So Fuck yeah. All right. Come on out, Neil. Let's do another one, man.
right, so that's it. That's the show. We're uh, we're heading back to uh, Toronto now. It's late at night. Um, Almost twelve thirty. Yeah. So so thank you, Jordana, for helping me with this rock and roll weekend. Helped me out with the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo. Helped me co-host. Hey, thanks for having me, and uh, thanks yeah. for listening, everybody. Thanks for keeping me company on this uh, this this drive, making sure I don't crash. And uh, so there you go, folks. Hope you enjoyed that. Till then, guys. Stay safe, drive safe, and. Uh, yeah, we'll talk with you next time. All right. <laughs> Beautiful. So, that's the show, folks. Thanks for listening. You can find us on our website at trampslikeuspod.com, communicate with us on Facebook at our Tramps Like Us podcast group page, and on Twitter at Tramps Like Us Pod. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes, where you can leave a review and a five-star rating. Tramps Like Us podcast is a nonprofit audio fanzine created by fans for fans and is available for free. We are not affiliated with Bruce Springsteen or Columbia Sony Records. If you've heard any music you like, please find it and purchase it from BruceSpringsteen.net, iTunes, Amazon, your local record store, or wherever music is sold. As always, gratitude and respect to Bruce Springsteen and all past and current members of the heart-stopping, pants-dropping, hard-rocking, booty-shaking, earthquaking, love-making, viagra-taking, history-making, testifying, death-defying, legendary E Street Band. You